Ladies and gentlemen, I give you. You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandin. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grind. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Gordon here on Thursday evening for nine-game main slate. I will be the one on the playbook uh, for this one. James got a lot of injury news to pay attention to here. Some pretty interesting matchups. few teams on back-to-backs as well. Yeah, I, well, I guess we, we should have realized the Spurs were on back-to-back before uh, going 50% plus on every single one of their members of the team tonight. They are doing okay at in current in current standing, but yeah, the aforementioned Spurs on a back-to-back, the Pistons on a back-to-back, the Bulls on a back-to-back, Atlanta and Toronto face off against each other. They're both on back-to-backs. Do we have anyone else? Nope, that's it. But uh, lots of back-to-backs, lots of injury news. And what does that mean, John? Lots of injury news means no over-unders right. <laughs> at current recording. Cause that's, I was going to say, maybe a lot of maybe value. Maybe a lot of value, but uh, no lot, A lot of value for sure, but not a lot of totals. We do have some spreads. Nothing over 7.5. And... and John, who's seven and a half? Oklahoma City, Portland. So or if you're in the gambling space, lock it in already. You're OKC telling me OKC seven and a half. is getting seven and a half points? On the road, yes. Lock it in now. If you're listening to this, please lock in OKC it's plus seven and a half against the, the lowly Blazers right now, and you will not regret it. Yeah, that feels like a... Feels like a win. Feels like a win. All right, let's kick it off here. We'll start off at the point guard spot. Mr. Luka Doncic at 11-9 is the top price guard. Overtime game against the Thunder the other day. 71 fantasy points. 38 minutes against Orlando the game before that. 71 fantasy points. 32 minutes against the Pacers the game before that. 64 and a half fantasy points. Those games did not have Chris Porzingis. This game will not have Chris Porzingis, I believe, right? So that kind of says a lot that we need to know about, but it is Philadelphia. He's in 11-9. We got James Harden here at 11-4 against Utah. Not a good game for him against Sacramento. 37 minutes, just two for 11 shooting in that game. Did have 12 assists. He's now got double-digit assists in like seven of the last eight games or so. You know, him, he's playing with Kyrie Irving, who is now above $10,000 as well, James. He's at 10-3. Trey Young on a back-to-back is $9,900. Lomelo Ball is at 96. That's our 90. That's our 9K and above point guard group. I mean, what have we been saying about Luca pretty much all year? When he's when his shots fall, he's gonna break slates, right? And the last three games, 48% for the field, 59% for the field, 57% for the field. And what did you lead with? 71, 71, 64 fantasy points. So as long as Lucas shot is on and he keeps playing this way, I'm going to keep rolling him out there. Harden checks notes, not on a back-to-back. That is a John and Pemba special. We do not play Harden on back, unless it's the front end of a back-to-back. And this right. is the front end. If you played him on 2-2, he sucked, right? Because on 2-1, he played. Yeah, and he wasn't great. Yeah, he wasn't great on 2-1. But, like, this has been a trend that John picked up on, like, a month ago. If you yeah. play James Harden on a back-to-back, it's it has generally gone poorly for you. So I'm definitely interested in—there's in, There's no Rudy Gobert here. He already ruled out. Donovan Mitchell is returning, but, like, that's not going to deter me f- from playing Harden. There's no rim protection there. Uh, Whiteside potentially misses this game, too. Not playing Kyrie over 10K. Said it the, to you the other day. No interest here unless there was no James Harden. Um, and then Trey, I think, is actually a pretty good—but I don't know. Back-to-back, I don't know if we need to go there. It is worth mentioning, though, John— we skipped over Murray. He's not officially out. And I wonder if he sat. I wonder if 
there was the yes, he has been bothered by this wrist for a little bit, but I wonder if it had anything to do with the back to back. Like if Murray plays, it's 10 5 against Houston. And if memory serves right, yeah, he's averaged 60 fantasy points against them this year. So if DeJounte is back, if, if DeJounte, I'm is the top play at this one tier. based yeah. off price? Yes. Him and then Luca. I think him, Luca, Harden, Trey, Kyrie is how I would rank them. Okay. Where does Lamelo fit in that range? He's been True. as well lately. True. And there's no Garland. Cleveland's just still like a really tough, like nobody's scoring against them. They're in low totals all the time. I mean, he has to be up there. Three of the last four over 50 fantasy points. I still, honestly, I'd probably have Lamelo over Kyrie. I'd probably have Lamelo over Trey. Okay. That's fine. Grouping now below them, Van Vliet, point guard only now, $8,600 back-to-back against Edwin. And I guess how you depend on these other guys that are all multi-position eligibility, right? Karis Levert's at 84. I think he's kind of been their de facto point guard. Donovan Mitchell, we know, is going to be a shooting guard there. He's at 84. McCollum's at 83 against the Thunder. Giddy with no SGA at $7,700. Maxi. Seth Curry is questionable. He was out last game. He's listed questionable. questionable. Yep. Uh, so I think Maxi, even though the price is up on him, deserves to be in that conversation as well. Yeah, I think Van Vliet's solid. We're not seeing the upside we saw earlier in the year that has in large part due to Gary Trent and his explosions. I think Levert's fine. We've documented Chicago's bad defensive you know, play recently, not the easiest matchup against AO, but, you know, maybe benefit to Levert is that it's a back-to-back. McCollum is fine. I, I think he is super steady. I mean, even in a 5-for-17 shooting, we get 36 fantasy points. So I think there's a nice floor there, even though OKC has been very good defensively. And yeah, I think Giddy is almost triple doubles and Maxi continues to, to ball. Can you trust the rebounding? No, but you can trust the scoring and He's very good, a very good passer. So, yeah, I like all those guys. I, man, Giddy 77. I, I didn't like the 79 that much. He didn't give you, like, massive upside, but... He's had uh, double-doubles in three straight games. Double-doubles so. double, double in three straight games. He's And he's giving us the same production McCollum is for $600 cheaper, and Giddy probably has the better matchup of the two. Another guy with a good matchup here, Kevin Porter Jr. going up against the Spurs. I know he's a guy that you've been playing a lot of lately. Scoring's been up. The assists have been If he can just get anything else, he has 40-plus fantasy point upside. But for now, he's kind of sitting in that mid-35, 34-point range. Thoughts on uh, Porter Jr. here? Yeah, it's a good spot. I just don't love the price. I don't hate the price. But, like, where every other slate, he's, like, low to mid-sixes, and, like, there's still upside, where lately it's 42 has been the ceiling. So 7x at his, at his price isn't terrible, but, like, Brunson, I think, probably has just as much upside at a cheaper price. If there's no Murray, Derek White, we know, has as much upside, if not more, than Kevin Porter Jr. So, I like him. I just think it's the price that's getting a little... Like, it's it's where he's appropriately priced in this spot. Okay. Anybody else, I guess, down in this uh, this 5K range for you? Anyone else in the 5K range? I guess... I mean, Josh Hart is questionable. What do they do there? And Temple is out. So yeah. Temple's out. I wonder if, if there's no Hart, I would probably take a look at Alexander Walker. NAW and probably Devontae Graham as well, maybe, potentially, Bueller. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I guess it's okay. 
Like they're fine, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, they're not, they don't jump off the page to me, but they're decent. And what do you make of Jalen Green's the Jalen Green game that he just uh, randomly has? Yeah, I mean he's a rookie, right? So like he has these pop off games. He's a shooter. He's fine. I was gonna ask you your thoughts on Trey Mann had the <laughs> guy. <laughs> actual, Dallas, you know? Yeah, and they actually just ruled out Aaron Wiggins, right? I think yeah. I saw. I think I saw that. He did. So no SGA, no Wiggins, Robinson Earl out for like five months or something like that. So yeah, I mean, do we expect Trey Mann to hit six threes again? Unlikely. Do we expect him to score 29 points again? Unlikely, but he's 4,200 and it's a really good matchup. He's going to play minutes. So I think, I think I'd be willing to, if I'm making multiple lineups, take a shot on him. And then obviously if DeJounte is out and Trey Jones starts again, $3,700. Yeah. And also, I'm looking. Garland already ruled out. They started Brandon Goodwin. He yeah. played thirty. He played 32 minutes and had seven points, seven rebounds, eight assists. Okay. So they're just gonna play him over Rondo, apparently. Yeah. Can, yeah. They're they're not really playing Rondo much. All right. Shooting guard. We talked about Kyrie and Lamelo. Recent. Now we can start playing some of these narratives if you want. Recent. All star snub Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Celtics playing well beat currently beat a team in a playoff position again so snub get the pistons a, a bad defensive team on a back-to-back yeah i can get behind it i i don't love 9100 i will say like i don't love that price but i'm willing to take a shot in a tournament if i have 9100 left and i'm like looking around guard forward spot i think jalen brown has upside against uh detroit I'm kind of in that same boat with you here as well. Levine's at 89. I know we didn't really love the price on him the other night, so get getting up there. Would you play Donovan Mitchell first game back at 8,400? I was looking at him. He's dealing with a concussion, so yeah, that was the issue with him. I was looking at him. I was also looking to see when the last time we saw him at 84. 12, 17. December 17th, they put up 45 fantasy points. Okay. And then he was a bunch of, like, low eights in November. But it's been a while. So if there's no limitation, Brooklyn's defense is really bad, man. They are really bad. So if there's no limitations, I, I think lost, I would. They lost, like, six straight games Brooklyn had. So. Yeah, and James Harden hates Brooklyn. He hates Kyrie. He hates everything. So he's headed to Philly, whatever. I do think if there's no limitation, I can get behind some Dynamitch. Uh, 80 to 100 all for Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good price. Another guy we don't really see at this price often. I mean, the last time he was under 8K was in December. And he's not under 8K, but trending that way, right? We're, yeah. we're trending towards it. So, yeah, I keep buying some Ingram 82. Gary Trent on a back-to-back, not really having a great shooting night. At, I can't see he's not having a great shooting night. He's just not shooting. So maybe he's saving his life for Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta, if there's a spot that Gary Trent can uh, light it up against, it's definitely Atlanta. So yeah, I'm, I'd be willing to go back. I'd be willing to go back to the well on Gary Trent for sure. Okay. Will Barton, 6K. Jokic is off the injury report and so is Aaron Gordon, right? Either way, I think he's, I think he's a pretty safe play. Okay. But this under uh, 6K range then. Yeah. Oatsman, Duarte, Oubre, Bogdan, Bogdan. I mean, like you like Chetty's 35 minutes, 35, 38 in back-to-back games, but like hasn't done much with it. Now it gets a pretty big price bump. I don't know if we need to go there. I think Duarte's fine. Just didn't make a shot again, three for 11, but seven rebounds. When the shot falls, 
He's going to put up a big number. I think Hayward's coming back. I don't love Oubre. So it's probably just the next tier. Like I mentioned NAW. I told, listen, I'm going to say it again. Reggie Bullock. Reggie freaking Bullock. I've been like, they need somebody to space the floor. And he is spacing the freaking floor. He's hit three or more threes in four straight games. He scored double figures in four straight. He scored 20 or more in two of three. And he can play defense too. Three steals in back-to-back games. So I'm going to play Reggie Bullock again. I know the price is, but it's still 45. He's still paying it off in just in just scoring the last in two of the last three games. All right. No arguments here. Uh, Devin Vassell at 4,400. Can think we can keep just playing him uh, yep. regardless of who's in yep. or out at this point. Frank Jackson, probably the same thing, right? Assuming that Cade is out again. 3,900. He came off the bench tonight. It was fire. So, probably have to have Cade. Do you think we have to have Cade out there? Probably, right? Yeah, probably. There's just too many. I feel like there's just like so many cooks in the kitchen in Detroit that I would want Cade to like definitely be out there in order for uh, any other value shooting guards can't go Bryn Forbes with everyone back so not not unless we find out someone else is out top of the small forward list got Tatum at 10-6 just named to the all-star team we talked about the price for him the other day it's high right back-to-back games with 10-6 44 and 43 fantasy points is not really getting you there so tough one to swap yeah you could do it in a tournament but like it's not like I don't really have, I don't think either of us have much more analysis than that. I'm with you there. We have the Toronto guys, Anobi and Barnes. Norm Powell had a big game, 30 actual against the Lakers. Uh, yeah, I think he's can just do that. Like, I think he's just that guy. Like, he can score the basketball, but he needs to score the basketball to pay off this salary. I think he's fine for like cash. I, th- I think his best format is cash games. Okay. I'm going down into the mid-tier here then. We have Bojan against Brooklyn, a little revenge game, Mary. Uh, narrative, maybe. We got Lou Dort at $6,400. And then tonight's star, Sadiq Bey, is 62 I, I mean, it's hard not to like Lou Dort and like everything he's been doing. I mean, this is what he is, right? Like, he, he's instant buckets when he gets the shots. And right. he, they, they need him to be SGA right now. Yeah, 30-plus fantasy points in four straight and... 27, 18, 30 in the last three games, actual points. I like Dort, and if there's no Cade, I mean, the proof is on the wall with Sadiq. He's going to perform without Cade, so I like them both. Boyan's fine. I, I yeah, think I guess Mitchell's back. Mitchell's so back, so yeah. It's, I think it's Dort. This is Dort and Sadiq's tier. Are we point-chasing Tory Craig? Isaiah Jackson's out. Brissett might be back. I saw that Goga might be back too, right? And Goga might be back. Yeah, so it's one of those things. Like, you can, do I think we need to? Mm, not too sure. All right. Anybody else then down here in this 4K or below range? No. DeAndre Hunter is 4,200. That's cheap. It's On a back-to-back, that's very cheap. But, like, where else? Do, you know, I don't, yeah, I, don't saying, I don't really see it, right? I don't see it. No, I don't Kendrick see it. played 28 minutes, 29 minutes. That could be something. That could be something. Kendrick Williams for sure. I think uh, that's fine. Um, I'm not like I'm not like excited about it, but I, I did. I think that's like 29 minutes is, is a good number. Thinking probably Josh Richardson played 31 minutes because he was hot, scored 23 points. I don't know. He's 3700. You know, he has random games. It's Detroit. It's not like it's a tough matchup for him. Yeah, it's just very random. Just it, right. So like, yeah, you play him in a tournament, could definitely let you down. <laughs> <laughs> definitely he has a very low floor but we've also seen like he did 33 fantasy point ceiling at 37 is a gpp winner so as a last piece 
not the worst. Okay, let's go to power forward. We've talked about Tatum, the Erosen 9500, just having a frustratingly bad game against yeah. Toronto tonight. Uh, yeah. Would you run it back with them against the Pacers? You can. Indiana, that's the thing. Indiana has been dreadful defensively. One of the worst defenses in the league. So I think you can. Do I want to? I don't know. Tough to get to at 95, I think. Okay. Um trying to say Mobley do you chase Mobley I mean one of these guys against Charlotte they're going to have a game right Mobley having a career best 29 and 12 against Houston yeah he's he I mean he's a freak like he's you can he also hasn't had like monster games like this in some time so you can I I think you can go there we talked about the minutes going up for love he followed that up with 29 against Houston and he had 21 and 13 double doubles now in back-to-back games yeah I wasn't sure what to make of that with like because it was Mobley, Mobley's like worst game ever the game prior. But apparently they're just full on in, embracing this three big rotation, right? It's just like what they're doing. They're not changing for anything. So as long as Caleb is playing 30 minutes or approaching 30 minutes, I am 100% in here. Kelvin did leave the game a little bit tonight, but he did return and started the second half. He's 6,100 against Houston. Yeah, Mr. 30 fantasy points. Sure. Absolutely no problem there. I think he's a very solid play. Nice. All right. Anybody in this next grouping in this 5K range for you? Did you see Robert Covington's line the other day, John? Did you see what he did? I think I peeped it. Yeah. He did not score. He did not score a single point and had 38 fantasy points. He actually hasn't hit a shot in two games. He's 0 for 13 (laughs) shooting. And in those two games, he's went for 21 and a half and 38 fantasy points. I mean, like, you can't, you just can't make it up. And he, the last time he, oh, the OKC game. So the same matchup, didn't score. I mean, I don't, like, want to go there. I don't know about this tier. I I think uh, Herb took a back seat. I guess we'd have to see if PJ Washington ends up starting. I mean, I guess Gordon Hayward could be back. So if there's no Hayward and we see Washington start again, they Cleveland runs the biggest lineup in the history of the NBA. They have literally three seven-footers at all times. So, PJ under 5K? Question Maybe. Mark? You know who played 36 minutes the other day? Boom. Darius Basley. I 26, 26, and 35 fantasy points for our boy. Let's see how much would... I mean, I'm assuming he played overtime because that game yeah. went into overtime. So there's like, no Robinson Earl anymore. There's no Robinson Earl. God damn it. I'm going to have to play Darius Basley. He's going to have four fantasy points and play 18 minutes. Probably. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Probably. He's going to start and, and do that probably too. Yeah. See, okay. How about this? Did he, okay. He had, for me to play him, he has to be coming off the bench. Anytime he gets inserted <laughs> into a starting lineup, he is a lost puppy. He has no idea what's going on. I will only co-sign Darius Basley if he's coming off the bench. Can you answer a question for me? I can. What is a Terry Taylor? He is the slate winner of uh, Wednesday. 24 and 16, and he fouled out in 37 minutes. So I believe Terry Taylor was drafted by the Mavs. Is that office linebacker? He undrafted, actually. Or is that Terry Tate? Who? You, know, you don't remember the office linebacker commercials? I don't. Are you too young for you? I think. Oh, man, I've, I've aged you for a moment. Yeah, I just I'll, totally I'll have popped. to I'll have to send you some YouTube clips later. The Office linebacker. All right. Anyways, move on. Undrafted uh, free agent, six five. John. Look at these last two games against the Clippers. Seven for eleven shooting, twenty eight fantasy points in twenty one minutes, and then he's forced into 
I'm pretty sure they listed him as a guard, like in on other slates. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure as well. I mean, he's six five. How like how? Okay, here's my question. Okay, let's say I'm just looking at the roster. Let's say Goga is ruled out. Isaiah Jackson already ruled out. I believe they put that out. Look, confirm. Isaiah Jackson listed out. Goga's questionable. Brissett is questionable. They're all ruled out. Is Terry Taylor the highest owned player on Friday slate? Against Chicago? I don't know. He's not free. He's 4,200. But I think people would go to him if he starts. And th- th- this is like a very likely a letdown game, right? Like, it's just foul, instant foul trouble really against DeRozan. I, I just don't see a scenario where if all those guys are ruled out, where he's not just like, like he is like the, he's not the Uber chalk. Like he's just, I don't know. I, I just Do don't see it. Do know if Brooklyn plays on Saturday? I can pull it up. Let's see. Schedule. Saturday, Brooklyn does not play. They play Sunday against, in Denver on Sunday. Okay. What do we think what happens with James Johnson here? Now he played <laughs> 13 minutes against Phoenix. Now, he did have five fouls in that game. But then he played 29 minutes in the back-to-back game against Sacramento and had 30 fantasy points. I don't know. It's just... He's $3,800. Like, like, he's been very good, aside from that, like, one Phoenix game where he didn't play, and it was the first night of a back-to-back, and old Steve Nash, that guy... And Blake, and Blake was awesome. Yeah, Blake was awesome, right. He had foul trouble, Blake was awesome, and then the next game he played 30 minutes and, like, 10 x And Blake plays 18 minutes. Uh, last night in, in Sacramento. Uh, I mean, and, I don't... And outside of that Phoenix game, it has been Johnson playing a bunch of minutes. I don't know. It's like, I know what you're saying because like you want to play Johnson at 38 because he's been good. In three of the four, it's 26, 29, 37 fantasy points. So I'm with you. But what if it's a Blake Griffin game? Then we're screwed. Feels like a stay away. And this also feels exactly why Terry Taylor's ownership is going to be... <laughs> 70% when those guys are ruled out. All right, let's go to center. Jokic versus the Pelicans at 10-4. You mentioned he's not going to be on the injury report, or he's already off the injury report, rather. Will play, averaging 70 fantasy points in two games against the Pelicans. Is that good? It's okay. He's averaging 34, 12, and 10 in fairly, two games. Fairly decent. It's okay. Joe, slow start against Washington. Overcame it. 59 fantasy points. Never end out. JoJo, even if in a bad start, never here's, end here's, out. Here's the secret sauce. And it's not really the secret sauce because, again, he's been killing it. But, like, Seth Curry's out. Well, I definitely like it. Maybe maybe more? I don't know. Should we it, like it more? I mean, he it, had 36 points against Sacramento with Seth Curry playing. Right. So, But I don't know. I don't know. It's – I don't think – I don't think Seth Curry matters to me all that much. And I will say they, I, they bumped the Embiid price to 12-3, and Jokic is 12-4. So there's not really that price right. difference anymore. But doesn't so, that make it? So doesn't that make it just like easier to play Jokic? Easier to play Jokic. Yeah. And counterpoint, it's fair to say like, well, then I'm going to play Embiid if I for leverage and tournaments. It's a great Embiid spot. It is Dallas, a great Embiid spot. Yeah. Right? No. Pours- right, and they're giving Dwight Powell minutes again, and they're playing Marquise Chris a whole bunch of minutes. I mean, Marquise Chris is going to foul out in 12 minutes here. Marquise Chris is fouling out now. He's already, they're starting he him. The, he saw Joel Embiid and a referee stuck his head through the window and was like, that's six. You're out. You're, start, you're starting the game with three kids. So just be wary of that when you go out there. No, for real. Like that's who Dallas is playing. Like they're, 
I, I look, I think both are elite, but if you're telling me they're a hundred dollar difference, give me the guy in Jokic who went for 21, 16 and eight in 30 minutes. Didn't play the whole fourth quarter last time out. At 9,400, would you play Vucevic against Terry Taylor? <laughs> six, five, six, five, Terry Taylor. I think the only six, five center I wouldn't play Vucevic against would probably be like PJ Tucker. Is that fair? Is that like a fair assessment on like what to yeah. do with the, uh, I'm going to play. Yeah. I would get behind Vucevic at 94. I think he's, that's safe. I don't think there's like, truthfully, I don't think there's like a ton of upside at the price, but I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's like a, a pretty safe play. Christian Wood gets San Antonio. They got blown out by 30 against San Antonio in their last game. They face each other. He only played 24 minutes in that game, but did have 15 points. Um, assuming Jakob Pertl's out, does Thad make that matchup did more difficult for you? In two games, he's averaging 28 minutes. Again, played 24 minutes in that one game. But he's averaging 19 points, which means he went for like, 24 25 in that first meeting against them actually we have the game logs now so they, they gave us that he went for 23 and 11 in the game in which that they beat san antonio by four so thoughts on christian wood here is he too expensive for you the matchup appealing at all yeah i think it's the price right because we got accustomed to using christian wood below 8k remember i mean we got like a stretch where i remember after the suspension he was down to like 6200 we're like okay like this is getting ridiculous. Like we gotta play him. Now it's back up, and I I don't I know it's a good spot and everything, but I don't feel like there's much leverage at 87. I don't really love that price. Yeah. What are your thoughts on use of Nurkic against the Thunder? Could be in play. I would like to say Larry Nance is questionable. Could see the return of Larry Nance here. So I guess we'll have to wait and see about that, but. I don't love the price. I don't hate the price. I think he's appropriately priced and Mobley feels better. I know we talked about Rob Will against Detroit feels like there's like more upside than Nurkic just like based on like price points. I wonder if they would sit Capella on a back-to-back. I guess not. He just played 23 and 24 minutes uh, on a back-to-back. Center sucks. I guess guess Nurkic is firmly in play because center just, I don't really like anyone in this next tier. Plus everyone's out in this next tier. Right. I guess we have to at least dart throw Allen against Charlotte, right? Because you never know. Yeah. And uh, look at it. What, Kevin Love. Here we go again, John. I said he played a bunch of minutes. And I Allen this. played 23. So two games ago, Kevin Love benefits because Mobley. I, like, what's going on here? Uh-huh. What is J.B. Bickerstaff doing? He's just whoever's not playing well just gets the boot out of the rotation. I mean, it's I not like Kevin Love's playing bad, so. No, I, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, like, weird how this is playing out. Like, they've been, like, so accustomed to playing three bigs, and now it's like, no. Not unless that third big is Larry Markkinen. One of you guys is getting the boot. Of the guys who are questionable, say, like, Whiteside's active against Brooklyn at 64. Say, Goga is active and starts against Chicago at 58. Any interest in those two? Probably Whiteside. Goga's fine. I think there's, like... Foul trouble looming against food. But I do like uh, Whiteside if he plays. I think there's some upside. And shout out our boy Nick Claxton, who's back. All the way back. Nick Claxton game. Sacramento, not a good, not a good team. Yeah, that's a nice upside for him. Plumley played 30 against Boston at 17 boards. He's had 17, 9, and 17 rebounds the last three games. Shout out to you for being on the Plumley Plumley train. You just noticed the trends, right? Yeah. Like, like you, you, like you picked up on Torian Prince, who's got 18 points tonight. The other day, I've been hey, look at look what's Plum Dog's doing. He's pl- they're playing him now. 
Right. Now, maybe Gordon Hayward, if he does return, impacts that because, like, it just takes a different rotation spin, but I don't know. I don't know, because the way the way Cleveland plays, like, even if Hayward does return, is I don't think that Plum Dog's the one impacted. It just, they're going to need bigs, right? Like, Cleveland just always has two bigs on the floor. Sure. Speaking of team that had two bigs, Jackson Hayes started again. Yeah, no, and now, no Hernan Gomez on COVID protocol, so... So I wonder the, if they would start him then. I wonder if they would put him to the bench because they need a backup five. I feel like they could probably start him and they could just like flex their rotation where like one of, because I remember the other night because I played him against Detroit, they subbed both he and Valanciunas out at the same time. Okay. So I wonder if they would just run with one of them and then just like if they started both, one comes out early, one subs late. And they then just flex them kind of throughout the second quarter. And then they do the same thing in the fourth. Who do they have? Did they sign? Yeah, so they signed Wayne Gabriel. So he could be like in their rotation and play a couple minutes. They also could play when Jokic is not on the floor. They could probably play Herb Jones at center as well. Okay. That is very specific to when Jokic is not on the floor, though. Yes. Anybody else for you at center? Anybody? I'm surprised he didn't. Surprised you didn't shout your boy Isaiah Stewart out at all. That's Boston. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, again, I guess Plumlee did have 17 rebounds. So, yeah, Isaiah <laughs> Stewart's fine, 4,800. Casey started favors. Played Why did Claxton play 29 minutes? Do we know? Steve Nash. Steve Nash leads. He only played 19 the game before. He played 17 before that and 17 before that. I mean, he, if you also think back, like, he was out for a very long time. And I then know he was he, very good when he was starting and playing a lot of minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was very good, left for personal reasons, then came back and then got hurt. And then they were just like, I think, I mean, he's been back for only four games. So could be an ease into the situation. There's no LaMarcus Aldridge. There's no Millsap, like just out of necessity, like Brooklyn faltering, like need anybody who's playing well to be on the floor. So I think there's a bunch of factors and I think now that he's played four games, has his legs under him, I think we should probably expect him to, as long as Aldridge is out, just play the the lion's share of the minutes at center. Right. All right. That's fine. Anybody else for you at center then? No, I think we covered that just about. I guess if Whiteside were to sit, John, Yudoka Azubuki, 8, 10, and 2 blocks. 24, 20, 21 minutes, right? So He is there... He was their first round pick last year. Yeah, I do. So, uh, I have uh, I have one of his like his like prism rookie card. Yeah, I got it. Well, you know what? Why don't you gas your boy up a little bit and hope? Uh... And no, I, I... actually, you know what? I think I sold it. I think someone bought that off off me when I was selling him on eBay. Well, I hope that person is reaping the benefits if he goes out there and has ten and ten. I uh, definitely. I don't. I, I hope that guy. If he's ten and ten, ten and ten at thirty. What is he? Thirty. Is he free? 32, 34, I just 34. saw him. I, 34? I mean, just a thought. I'm, I'm not saying like it's like a lock it in, but if there's no white side, no, we already know there's no Gobert, but there's some potential there. Eric Peschel played 18 minutes too, but. Yep. Anybody else? Are we good? No, nah, that's good. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's, uh, let's uh, wrap this up then. James and I will be available in Twitter and Discord as always. I'll be on the playbook. James, I think you're on Value Vault. Is that correct? Yep. James on the value. We'll have our prize picks and underdog articles out as well. So hopefully you can win with us there also. 